0: Hello everyone and welcome to Long Story Short, a podcast where we review two-sided topics on the minds of college students and condense them into informative, civil, 30 minutes or less in order to create wider campus discussions. Ends, Long Story Short. This week's special episode, Merry Christmas vs. Happy Holidays. We'll discuss how these two greens have become divisive and why this controversy has become important in the minds of the everyday person. Lauren DeGraff is a sophomore studying film and media arts with a minor in French. December is a busy time for her family as they celebrate quite a few holidays during the month. Her family celebrates Hanukkah, Sinterklaas, and Christmas. She's grateful for these traditions and has been a real roller coaster thus far, but she's excited to keep the traditions alive. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, <laughs> thank you. Um, so I was just wondering to begin with, could you give more information and context on these three holidays?
1: Yeah, of course. So Hanukkah is the Jewish celebration of light. From the end of November to the beginning of December for eight nights, we light candles on the menorah and celebrate pretty much Jewish tradition. The kind of the kind of story of it is way back when the Romans were taking over Jewish land and this man Judah Maccabee, he got the Romans to get out of the area. And during that time, they had this temple that was destroyed well, during this fighting between the Romans and the Jews. And to rededicate their temple, they needed to light sacred oil for eight straight nights. But they only had enough oil to last for one night. So they were like, we'll just try to figure it out. We'll try to make this work. And the oil lasted for eight straight nights. So they were able to rededicate their temple. So that's kind of what it's in honor of is the... Just the, the Jews overcoming the hardships that they constantly endure.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Jewish population has had it rough. But oh I, I guess that's what makes Hanukkah so important, right? Oh, yeah. Going through so many hardships and trials, having this moment of light and celebration is that much more important.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's it's been a really wonderful time for my family to just talk about that, talk about our ancestry and what they have gone through. A lot of my ancestors were from the Europe Jewish population. And as people know the story with World War II, it was a really rough situation. And so a lot of them fled over to the United States or other areas. So its it's been a really wonderful time to sit and talk about how grateful we are to be alive and that they survived and things, things like that.
0: So would you say that Hanukkah has expanded not only uh, as a celebration of light, as you say, but also as a moment to remember your history and where you come from?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that was actually another thing. During Hanukkah, my family plays this game. It's called Dreidel, and it's kind of like gambling. <laughs> <laughs> but you spin a top, and depending on what the top says, because there's different markings on this on this like toy piece, you take that many um, coins or chocolates from the pot in the middle of everybody. That was a weird way to describe it, but that's kind of what it is. Um, Dreidel was actually a game that was banned by Romans way back when, so... Um, people who celebrate Hanukkah or Jewish people, they'll play this game to kind of say, look, we're still here. We can do this. Like you guys have no control over us anymore. So we also did that, which was a really cool experience for me to play that game.
0: Well, it is really cool. It's, it's interesting how little things like a simple game can persevere and are so important to a culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like for us Mexicans or Latinos at large, uh, Loteria, uh-huh. we played it in class yep. the other oh, day. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's hugely important, uh, my parents have played it, my grandparents have played it, and it's just something that connects all of us, which is really interesting. Oh. I'm sure it's not exactly the same, but I think I can empathize with it. No,
1: for sure. And that game that we played was so fun. I loved it. I was like, wait, why have I never heard of this? This is
0: so fun. Um, kind of moving forward, what was the second holiday? I've never heard about it.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So Sinterklaas, which um, so it's Dutch Christmas. One side of my family is also from Holland and really close roots. I'm the fourth generation um, American from Holland on that side. A lot of my older family, before they passed away, they did speak Dutch, celebrated this holiday. What we do is on the 4th of December, um, that evening, Dutch boys and girls or anybody, they put out their shoes in front of the door um, of their house. And the next morning, they have gifts and toys in them. So kind of the story of that is this man, Sinterklaas or Saint Nick, that's um, Saint Nick in Dutch, Sinterklaas, he lives in Spain. I don't know why. It happens. <laughs> he lives in Spain, and he lives in his workshop where he makes toys and candies and things. And on the 4th of December, he rides a steamboat over to Holland. And so if you go to Holland during December 4th, they actually have a steamboat with Sinterklaas on it come over, and he rides a white horse around. <laughs> and then his buddy, um, Svarta Piet. Um, is kind of kind of like his elf, almost like his helper Svarta Pete um hangs out with him, and everyone loves him because he 's a jokester, so he 'll just play tricks on people and like mess up people 's hair and that kind of stuff. but they 'll ride through Holland, and then that night Svarta pete 's actually the one that goes down your chimney, not saint Nick because he's he 's too proper mm, he, he has to mm. ride his horse <laughs> but Svarta Pete goes down into your house and he he can tell if you 've been good or bad. If you've been bad, though, he'll kidnap you and take you back to Spain. And then you have to work on the toys for the rest of the world.
0: Kind of intense. I was like, that's so cheery. (laughs) That's
1: so cheery. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) So and then on December 5th, my family personally, what we do is we'll, you know, like open our chocolates, eat our chocolates, things like that. And then we'll tell that story because it's hilarious. Um, And then that evening with my extended family, we'll make gingerbread houses together and kind of talk about that. And when my grandpa was alive um, and he spoke Dutch and he was really into this holiday and stuff, he would always have us watch. There's a clip in the movie Miracle on 34th Street where this little Dutch girl goes up to the Santa Claus in the mall and starts singing this song called Sinterklaas Kampunche. And my grandpa was like, so happy that there was a movie that had this in it because there's no there's no dutch christmas movies so he was so happy that this movie had that little scene in it and so he would always play it for us over and over (laughs) and he's like look how awesome this is um so that's that holiday
0: but it's really impressive that you say recently immigrated four generations Mm -hmm. but that's a long time especially to keep Mm -hmm. a a culture alive um and keep a connection going what do you think your family did to make it so the culture stayed alive for you all
1: I think it was, I think it was mostly my grandpa, um, especially for like me, he really, he really loved this culture. And he was sad that his, when his parents came over, they kind of, they were trying to get rid of it because they wanted to integrate into the American culture. So they kind of, they stopped speaking Dutch. They stopped eating the traditional food that they ate in Holland. And my grandpa was really upset because he's like, why are you, why are you getting rid of this? Why are you trying to let this go? This is so beautiful. And it's, something not very many people, at least in this area, celebrate. So my grandpa really tried to keep that alive in that way. He didn't teach my dad Dutch or me Dutch, but (laughs) he was trying to keep that alive as much as possible. I think by like he would make traditional Dutch food, he would show us like these little clips, these videos, teach us songs in Dutch and teach my family how to celebrate it what it meant to him. I think that's how he kept it alive for so long.
0: Yeah. It's interesting that immigrants are kind of put in an awkward situation of either trying to choose to assimilate or trying to keep their heritage alive. And like with anything, there's pros and cons to both sides. Right. And we can just quickly go over Christmas and as how you and your family celebrate it cuz i think most people have yeah. a bit of an idea as to what christmas is.
1: Yeah, that's why i was like, should i even point that out cuz some people think it's really strange my family does celebrate both christmas and hanukkah, which hanukkah has been more for kind of how we talked about more of the um ancestral cultural type of um celebration more than the religious celebration of it. But yeah, christmas for me is pretty stereotypical <laughs> what you would think. 25th of december, hang out with your family, eat breakfast, open gifts, get coal. You're bad.
0: Have you ever gotten coal?
1: I actually, I haven't, but I have had a family member get coal before. Dang, (laughs) that's tough. Have you gotten coal?
0: I have not gotten coal. For me, um, growing up Catholic, it's a lot more of the religious thing. Mm -hmm. Christmas to me, it's it's not really American Christmas. Um, It's a lot more like Thanksgiving. So we pray a lot. So we have the posadas, which are reenactments of... Mary and Joseph trying to find somewhere to stay nine nights before Christmas. And then we celebrate more Christmas Eve than Christmas Day. Okay, uh, We have our big family dinner. And then usually we open presents like at midnight, but usually ends up being 10 because my parents are old and they want to go to bed. Um, and then y- before the pandemic, Christmas was the one day we would all just sit on the couch and do nothing. And then recently we've started to watch NBA Christmas basketball because I really <laughs> like it and it's been a lot of fun. My mom likes it. She's like, who are we going for, the red guys or the blue guys? Because she doesn't know teams or anything, but it's still fun. So that's what Christmas looks like for me. Uh, it's never really been about, well, younger it was about the presents, but even then, not as much. It was more about the church and the family and and the food. That's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of moving forward, why do you think Merry Christmas has become a societal norm over saying holiday greetings? There's a lot of celebrations and a lot of holidays during this time that are celebrating in the U.S., yeah, Merry Christmas seems to be the norm.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's it's actually interesting because I've thought about that with like my major studying film. I haven't personally seen a Hanukkah movie before. Um, I know Adam Sandler did one because he's, you know, the famous, the famous comedian Jew.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> did he really? Was he that the cobbler's one or what?
1: I, I think so. It was, my friend watched it and she was like, It's weird because she celebrates Hanukkah also. And she's like, it's a little weird. (laughs) But I was like, it's very like you're saying, it's very mainstream to just be like, oh, well, Christmas, like everyone just celebrates Christmas. And like, I know that's not true. I know people that celebrate like many, many different things. I I don't I don't know why it's become so normalized. I think it maybe was because of, you know, kind of how we've been talking about with like immigration, people trying to integrate. And they're like, oh, I'll just say it because that's what people, I guess, say in America is Merry Christmas, even though I don't celebrate that. Or I think it's also, at least in my family, it's kind of moved away from the religious aspect of Christmas. People just celebrate Christmas instead of it being a Christian holiday. It's kind of become more of a commercialized holiday where just everyone celebrates that. I don't know if you feel that way, too.
0: Yeah. Growing up, I would see the commercial Christmas versus my Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. My Christmas was, like I said, not very present oriented and stuff like that. I've never understood the feeling of being stressed about the holiday and worrying about getting gifts because that's just never been my experience. I've never never had to do that. And I see that a lot. And people that not necessarily celebrate Christmas religiously, like some Muslim friends, they do celebrate it commercially. They get gifts. They exchange (laughs) gifts because at this point it seems more ingrained in the U.S. culture as, like, we've been talking about a materialistic thing. And at the end of the day, everybody likes gifts. So... (laughs) Are you more comfortable saying Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays when celebrating throughout the month and why?
1: Oh, that's such an interesting question. So kind of funny story. The school that I went to for most of my life, it was American Preparatory. You guys from Utah, if you know that. APA, yep. Okay. So at APA, we actually weren't allowed to celebrate holidays. Um, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> so because um, this was the reason which I kind of I can kind of see it as both a good and a bad thing. We had a lot of students from all over the world. We had a lot of refugee students and things like that. They they wanted people to feel included. So kind of like what we're talking about, like not forcing this, oh, Merry Christmas to everybody. So we, us in secret, you know, we would still give gifts and like exchange things, but we weren't allowed to say anything about the holidays which I always thought was a little strange. So I kind of grew up with this mentality of just saying happy holidays because so many people I knew didn't celebrate Christmas or didn't really know what it was. Um, so I think I'm I'm pretty comfortable saying happy holidays just because of that. But I do know, so like my siblings that didn't go to that school, they will say Merry Christmas, not happy holidays. Some of them, went, even like my my brother who celebrates Hanukkah and Sinterklaasje, he'll be like, oh yeah, Merry Christmas. And I'm like, but it's Hanukkah. It's not, it's not Christmas time, it's Hanukkah. <laughs> so I think for me personally, I'm I'm totally good with saying happy holidays. That's kind of how I was raised.
0: Was saying happy holidays versus Merry Christmas or vice versa, is that something that you think about consciously when you're greeting someone?
1: S- sometimes, yeah. I, I would say kind of like we've been talking about, um, the Merry Christmas is very ingrained in our culture. And I think growing up, especially in Utah, like it's very ingrained in the culture. I think just because of the way that I was raised, it's not too much of a struggle for me. Um, I'll just say happy holidays to anybody and then I don't know what they're celebrating. I don't know what they believe in. So I'll usually say that if someone says Merry Christmas to me, I'll usually say Merry Christmas back. But usually if it's just like a fun greeting, I'll say, oh, happy holidays or have a good holiday, something like that.
0: Mm Mm hmm. Do you feel pressure saying one versus the other? Because we're talking about you saying it, you saying happy holidays because you celebrate all the holidays and you don't want to assume a person celebrates Christmas or not. Mm-hmm. We're also talking about the societal pressure to say Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so, going from that, do you feel pressure for one versus the other?
1: Oh, it's such an interesting question. I love these questions. <laughs> I'm like, they're making me think. <laughs> um, oh, let's see pressure to say Merry Christmas. I would uh, actually. Yeah, I would say there is kind of a pressure, at least for me. I've had this situation with some people of like in older generations when I've talked to them and I'm like, Oh, happy holidays. And they're like, well, it's Christmas time. It's not only Christmas time. It's, it's other, it's other holidays. So I would say there is from certain people, I would say, I kind of get more of that. Why are you saying happy holidays? Just say Merry Christmas. I would say, especially coming like here to school where it's, there's more diversity in that aspect and people are more like People will say happy holidays more than Merry Christmas, not here on campus, but in some other situations. Yeah, I felt more of that pressure.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Depending on the space you're in, you have to occupy different mm. personalities, make different decisions, stuff like that, you know?
1: Have you ever felt that pressure?
0: uh yeah as a kid I would watch old Christmas movies because that's what you watch and they always say oh Merry Christmas Merry Christmas everybody just says hi and Merry Christmas to everyone and that seems honestly kind of enjoyable kind of fun but that's not the reality of things people the U.S. is very diverse. Maybe Utah isn't, but Utah, or the U.S. is diverse at large. And you want to be inclusive to everyone. Everybody should feel like they belong. I don't know if I like the APA idea. Of don't say anything to anyone at any time whatsoever. No. Happy December 24th. Um, but I do believe that you you want to be inclusive. You want to be diverse. So I, I like the idea of happy holidays over it. And it is something I think about. Um <laughs> I, like I said, I spent a lot of time in church during December and I'll catch myself saying happy holidays. And I, you do get some weird looks when you're they go, well, you're in a Christian space celebrating a Christian holiday. Why are mm-hmm. you saying happy Holiday instead of Merry Christmas? And I say, let me say what I want, dang it. <laughs> um, do, you, do you think Merry Christmas still has a religious undertone? We were talking about this earlier. Do you think it still has a religious undertone or is it more of a statement encompassing the holiday season at large?
1: Oh that's such a good question because I've actually thought about that myself especially with I feel my family celebrates it more commercially than anything. I would say there is still the religious undertone that is the point that was the original point of Christmas was to celebrate religion. I think it is losing that though especially as more people are just celebrating it for society and especially in the United States kind of trying to change over to this is how the United States celebrates holidays. I think it is kind of starting to lose that religious undertone here. However, I think in some other places, it's actually becoming more prevalent that it's, if, if that makes
0: sense. No, no, it totally makes sense. I think we're living in a time where everything's becoming more polarized. Mm-hmm. And so people are going to both poles a lot. Yes. Extremely, Right. We already hit on this idea. I'd like to go over it just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion on movies based on December, solely based on Christmas and not inclusive to other holidays? We are talking about oh, yeah. this right when It's Sinterclass. That one little clip, I'm sure it was only three or four minutes, yeah, hugely true. important to your grandpa because of representation and being his culture being shown. Do you think this is something that should be changed or a marketing scheme that is too prominent to alter at this point?
1: Yeah. And especially being a film major, it's something I study. It's something I watch. Oh, so I actually thought it was interesting. So me and my sister, we started watching this Netflix TV show. It's called Dash and Lily. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a winter There's an episode, though, where there is someone who does celebrate Hanukkah. My sister was freaking out. She thought it was the greatest thing. She's like, oh, my gosh, look how how cool this is. And so I think it would actually be really cool to have more films that show different holidays, especially for someone like me that really enjoys seeing how other people celebrate things or what they believe. But I do think it is so commercialized that when people make films, they know if they make a Christmas film for Christmas, people are going to watch it. That's why, like, Netflix has so many Christmas That's movies. That's why
0: Hallmark out. exists. Yeah.
1: No, exactly, because they're like, if we make this, people will see it. Like, it doesn't matter. If we make a Hanukkah movie, people might not watch it as much because just Christmas, is as we kind of talked about, even if you're not Christian or celebrate it in that capacity, you'll probably watch a Christmas movie. Or if your friends invite you to watch a Christmas movie, you'll go watch it. So I kind of think that's the reason.
0: And the question is, would you go over to someone's house to watch a Hanukkah movie, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Would you? Would you? I'm like, yeah. I don't think people really would. And Christmas also, um, besides the like religious aspect, has such an interesting, like if you talk about like Santa, like Santa's such an interesting character to people. So when you're like, I'm going to make a movie about Santa and his reindeer in the North Pole, people are like, ooh, I want to get on that. <laughs> like, that's so great. Or you watch like, so I think there's also that aspect because... With like Hanukkah, the, the story of Hanukkah is very religious based, it's Bible Bible oriented, whereas Christmas, when you're getting into like the idea of Santa and stuff like that, it's not religious based. That, that story isn't religious based. So I think people feel like it's more OK to celebrate it because, you know, they're not like, oh, people are trying to preach to me when talking about Santa. It's just, oh, no, Santa and his reindeer and up in the North Pole gives gifts. So I think more people would watch a Christmas film than
0: anything else. So at this point, it's kind of hard to make a movie about Hanukkah or any other holiday mm-hmm. just because it is so prominent and everybody just expects it at this point.
1: Yeah, that's
0: well, sad. <laughs> yeah, a little I bit. That, that was kind of a dark note <laughs> to go to. I just want to give you the space right now. Is there anything you want to shout out? Any pluggables, anything like that?
1: Oh, you guys have been awesome, fantastic! Did you? I, I'm i I wow. No, I don't know. You guys have been wonderful.
0: Well, thank you, appreciate that. Thank you so much for your time, Lynn. Appreciate you. Happy holidays. Thank you uh, too. I hope everybody's survived their finals. I hope everybody's having a fantastic Christmas no, holiday season. <laughs> uh, I hope everybody's enjoying the new year, and we will see you all on campus in the spring semester.
2: Hey, long story short listeners,
1: we're looking for people to fill positions this next semester. If you're interested in being a writer, podcast panelist, or interviewer for our team, please apply on the U Student Media
2: website. We'll link it to our show notes.
0: Hello, everyone. Today we're having a discussion on happy holidays versus Christmas greetings or happy merry Christmas. I was going to say happy Christmas for the Sunday. Merry Christmas. Um, my name is Jorge Jimenez, third year poli major. And my favorite animal is a red panda. Why do
3: you do this? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Haley. I am I am an electrical engineering major here at the U. In my second year, my favorite animal is a camel.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Riley Atkinson. I am also a third year of peace and conflict studies and sociology major. And my favorite animal is a bison.
4: Oh, hi. I'm Ben. I'm a third-year poli-sci peace and conflict studies major, and I'm my own favorite animal.
2: <laughs> uh, my name is Maya. I am in my third year studying history, teaching, and political science. Um, funny story, um, I have a change in pronouns for all of you out there. Uh, they, them, please, and thank you. Also, my favorite animal is a polar bear. Moving on. <laughs>
0: Let's go over this a little bit because I need more information. My pronouns? No, white polar bear. Out of the three bears. What?
1: Uh, <laughs> Speaking of polar bears, why don't we talk about the commercialization of Christmas and Ooh. Coca-Cola? That was a good transition. Ah, thank you.
0: <laughs> transition.
2: Okay, <laughs> that was a
1: bad pun. So, I mean,
4: what do we what? say about Coca-Cola? Bro,
0: <laughs> you were in your head.
4: What right,
1: Abby, when you said that? Let me... Do I need That's to say pictures. it one more time? <laughs> Anyways, I'm
4: sorry. Founded in 1776. What? what? It's an American oh, tradition. to celebrate Christmas. An institution that we all cherish.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us grew up celebrating Christmas. I mean, I think majority because we live where we live
0: um, people working together (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: but um i also think there's a societal norm in america to even if you don't religiously celebrate christmas to give each other gifts
3: i would agree yeah no yeah i mean you do get a lot of that commercialization from like every single holiday you just see it more during now because it's been so common and so like prevalent and you see that within like even media or like tv shows like you you think of the holidays and you're like oh hallmark you think black friday you think of all those things but you i feel like nowadays you very rarely think of like oh i'm gonna go spend time with my family um so that's what i think about that unless you're a poor college student and you need a free meal (laughs) that's true that is very true
0: what do you all think kind of transitioning into the ideas of media's impact on Christmas or the winter holidays. What do you think about Lauren's idea that it's hard to make movies about other holidays because it's expected that wintertime holiday movies are about Christmas specifically?
1: I mean, it's always hard to Mm. cater to a marginalized group. And we've seen that Christianity is so prevalent in the United States as our major religion. And so who wants to be shown in a movie the majority and so Mm -hmm. i mean whether we're talking about race religion identity you're going to see the
3: majority the majority of the time (laughs) absolutely yeah i also think it's harder to do with any other holiday because obviously you have that majority sense but nobody knows what they're talking about like when the movie comes out or something like it's hard to understand it when you don't actually have any knowledge of it to begin with. So it's like they don't necessarily want to make those movies because no one's going to understand, like, what's going on or the significance of it.
2: Well, yeah, and I mean, I, for the longest time, my understanding of Hanukkah was that it was Jewish Christmas. It is only recently, like, in the last two years that I have realized that it is not Jewish Christmas um, and that it celebrates a, a different miracle and that it is simply celebrated in December. But, like, my whole life... That's what I've been told. That's what I've been taught is that Hanukkah is just the Jewish version of Christian Christmas.
1: I mean, that's what you hear about Kwanzaa as yes. well. Yeah. Honestly, anything that's celebrated in December.
4: Mm-hmm. Do we think there's a little bit of like anti-Semitism you think baked in there on this? Oh, it's that Jewish Christmas, you know?
0: Yeah, there's definitely some idea that we could explore about we're going to minimize this person's, these people's holiday and summarize in a way that's totally inaccurate, say something like ours, and not give them the time of day to really explain or try to learn about their holiday because I, as a racist, I'm not racist, I'm saying in this example, uh, don't value this person's experience enough to learn about them.
1: It's just another form of othering. It's really simple to suppress someone when you can say oh they're just taking the ideas from me
0: so going back to the main idea what do we think about uh merry christmas versus happy holidays
3: i mean not to degrade anything just like as an example like nowadays we have like pronouns and like which is a very very helpful thing and really nice to have but it's also kind of in that same realm of like you're kind of just making a general generalization one saying Merry Christmas compared to Happy Holidays because you you get to cover all the bases because you just never really know. So I kind of I typically tend to say Happy Holidays unless I like know that somebody specifically celebrates Christmas.
2: I mean, yeah, I think I'm the same way. Yeah. It's just I think like, it depends
4: on the space that you're in. Yeah, you know. Like, if you're in a, like, if you're in a space that is specific, like, if you're at a specifically, like, Christmas-oriented event, you know, then I think saying Merry Christmas is fine. Well, it's, you know, you're at a Christmas-oriented event. And I don't think it's bad if people say Merry Christmas at other times, you know? Like, i would not if you get mad over somebody correcting you because they celebrate a different holiday, sure. But like, you know, I'm not gonna get mad at somebody if I, you know, for some reason, decide to stop celebrating Christmas and somebody says Merry Christmas to me.
1: I mean, growing up Christian, I think it would have been weird to walk into church and be like, happy holidays, everyone, (laughs) when
4: (laughs) I should do that.
1: (laughs) <laughs> the group of people there I know specifically celebrate Christmas and we're having um, a Christmas party yeah, on a Saturday morning. Exactly. <laughs> but for anyone that I'm just walking past at a grocery store, just in my friend group who I may not know their associations, I think it's just incredibly more inclusive, just like Haley said about pronouns. It just makes more sense to say happy holidays when you are unaware.
2: Yeah, I just, like, I mean, you don't want to assume things, right? Just, I mean, I think it's just easier for everyone if you don't know the person specifically and you don't know the situation you're in. Just say, hey, happy holidays. And if someone gets mad, like, I used to work in food service and people would get mad at me for saying happy holidays, which, like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I i don't know it's just more inclusive and we live in a society where there are lots of different people who celebrate different things who come from different backgrounds and it's just the easiest solution
1: let's just give a brief shout out to all food workers yes
2: (laughs) especially during this season and retail (laughs) goodness gracious thank you
4: yeah
0: (laughs) and my mother goodness (laughs) just because uh I think on that note, we'll probably wrap up for today. Uh, Unfortunately, we are saying goodbye forever to one of our panelists. They're no longer going to be with us. They're not dying. They're just going to Southern Utah, which is (laughs) eh, pretty equivalent.
3: I mean, in the summer, I'm dying.
0: Uh, So we're just going to say thank you. We're going to give her a little space to say whatever she wants to say. If you want to preach, pray, whatever it may be all to you
3: just say happy holidays (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't expecting this this is uh very much out of nowhere um Mm, no it's been great how it
0: feels
3: (laughs) (laughs) um no it's been great working on this podcast and with just this team in general like our stories has been just a wonderful team to work with and y'all should apply to either take my position or other positions because we are also looking for interviewers and writers for our instagram so Come and apply, great times. Um, no, genuinely these people are the greatest people ever. But no, yeah, I definitely am sad that I'm leaving. It's kind of weird. But (laughs) uh yeah. But happy holidays, everybody. (laughs) Well, Haley, we wish you the
2: best. Um and I'm really grateful that uh, that, uh, (laughs) that at the beginning of the semester you decided to approach our tabling event um because we did not think (laughs) i personally i don't know why you guys didn't think that we would get anyone to apply from tabling but um i'm really glad you did and i'm really glad that i got to know you this semester so thank you you're awesome (laughs) thank y'all uh and with that happy holidays
4: (laughs) happy holidays
0: and that's been A Long Story Made Short. Thank you for listening. Long Story Short is an affiliate of Our Stories and University of Utah Student Media. And please make sure to list our social medias, Our Stories, O-U-R dot S-T-O-R one E-S on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and soon to be TikTok. And you'll also find our handles on the description of the podcast below. Thank you. Special thanks to Connor Nygard. And Parker Service for audio editing, Maya Harris and Riley Atkinson for the intro and cover graphics, and the University of Utah.